This week on Kingdom Family Talks, Leif Hetland and David Wagner talk about this Kingdom Family movement and what move of God we are about to walk into. Enjoy. Well, hello everybody. I have the joy of uh, being here uh, together with my dear, dear friend, David Wagner, who I see as a covenant brother and in the last couple of years just sensing our hearts has been knit together and with our kingdom family movement and and just what god is doing around the world uh, i have been so excited just for people to both to get to know uh, you david because of the impact you have had in my life my marriage my family but also our spiritual family so uh thank you so much for taking this time and just share some of your life and some of your story and your special sauce uh, i want to make sure that everybody's going to taste of that because then they know how good he is so thank you for being here thanks life it's always good to be with you whether in person or over technology and uh, <laughs> you know just uh I felt like I knew you for many, many years. We were always uh, dovetailing each other, it felt like, that you'd be a <laughs> follow-up or vice versa. You know, over the last couple of years, we finally got to connect, and I felt like I knew you uh, my whole life because the, the heart connect and the, just the way that, that you love, and, uh, and it's just amazing. And so uh, it's always good to just get to spend some time with me. Just tell me something. You've been part of a couple of the Kingdom Family gatherings now. Uh, uh, what are what are some of the things that you're seeing that God is doing just through this Kingdom Family movement that both of us are right in the middle of right now, where we see the tsunami wave of love that is sweeping across the world, and the goodness and the kindness of God is 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 showing up at and is so much at this place. So in some of those kingdom family gathering, what have you observed so far? Because you, of course you are part of it. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's an amazing momentum that people are actually being awakened to, uh, to their identity, that they're a part of it. So they're not coming to something, they're a part of something. Yeah. Like it's like coming home, not coming into a place where they're, they're visiting, you know. I, I act different in my own house than if I'm visiting somebody in theirs. Yeah. Because I feel at home there, and so I'm watching people not be mechanical, not lift your hands, sit, stand up, sit down, but actually, really just fully engaging with their hearts. And uh, you know what I love about this whole, you know, the pattern of family, uh, kingdom family gathering is that that people come uh, and they bring who they are, and it connects us to who we are. Mm. And uh, when you put it together, it's almost like this beautiful. Kind of like a jigsaw puzzle, you know, all the missing pieces come together in this beautiful story, this beautiful uh, pictures display. And uh, I feel like there's an expectation. There's something about, you know, that expectation uh, when family comes together, um, fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, uh, that really looks like, it looked like the kingdom. I think it's a model of what the Lord really is wanting to do. Uh, in the earth, not just a conference, but a gathering uh, of the family together to, to bring what we carry, but also to, to receive, not just an impartation, but a deposit uh, of the heart and the love of God and, and bring that back to where we live or where we come from. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think there's a momentum coming out of it that is miraculous. I think it's revelatory and I think it's generational. Yeah. One of the things I've loved just looking out just the, every shade of color of people, all kinds of accents, all kinds of age groups from babies all the way up to 
people in their 80s and maybe 90s being in these gatherings. And I said, man, that looks like the kingdom. <laughs> uh, the presence of God that's just drawn there is just beautiful to me. Yeah, one of the things that uh, we've talked about even as part of convergence, uh, we've talked about it earlier, is about this, uh, how you're demonstrating love. Someone, people are asking me, who, who is David Wagner? And of course, the first thing that comes to me when I'm thinking about you, he's just somebody that is just capturing the love of the Father. When I'm looking at, at David, I can see who your father is. And I saw this, John 14, 9, when, when Philip is actually asking, Jesus, could you tell my, uh, t- tell us about the Father? And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And I, I mean, that's the first thing I say about the David Wagner as a friend is that somehow you're reflecting the very love and the face of the Father. But then there's the other uniqueness, including what happened at the kingdom family gathering as here Bishop Joseph Garlington, Papa Jack Taylor and Filipino myself bodies are laying on the top and then you're coming in and now you're seeing the lion so at first you saw the lamb now you're seeing the lion of you and prophetic and that gifting that flows from the heart of love but then there's also kind of the eagle mixture in you so you have a convergence between power love and wisdom all three of them coming together so explain a little bit how that is operating and and how you are driven and how you're motivated because it is a beautiful thing that people get to see and you get to taste of it but how does that how, how does that actually feel when that's taking place and i was thinking specifically about the event that changed my life and changed a lot of our lives as we had an encounter just a few weeks back ago and we're seeing fruits of that right now you know it was a very uh a very interesting moment he's the god of the moment and in that <laughs> and all of those unique qualities attributes uh personalities that that he carries you know and there was a part that he was speaking very fatherly to uh, all of it came from love. I think you could feel the love of God flowing through all of them. Um, but but it was just the way that he was pouring out his heart. I think there was something being established. I feel like that was a real establishment word, being established in love, the foundation of the Father uh, being restored uh, to the earth, you know, through, through different movements. Uh, and then out of that, that roar of revelation that comes out of the, out of the, out of the Father's heart that, that flows and into it just became this powerful moment. It was it was the demonstration of His power, the demonstration of His love was so uh, evident. And you know, I, I became a spectator to what was happening that day. I just kind of closed my eyes, and it was I was there, but I wasn't there at the same time. It was almost like the Lord took me into His heart and allowed me to prophesy directly uh, from His heart. And um, you know, I think that everything. Every word from from the Lord should sound like a loving father talking to a son or a daughter, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and that sometimes comes as a roar because I believe that that heart uh, and that revelation isn't just heard but it's felt. There's something begins to, to shake in the ground. So, uh, you know, for for me, um, it's it's that place where the Lord speaks from the heart to the heart. Out of that comes a vibration of His voice. It begins to shake. It begins to shake the earth. And then the wisdom of God just comes and encapsulates all of it. You, you really can't, although, you know, we talk about different expressions, so the, the lion and the father and the and the eagle and the lamb. Um, all of those are different expressions, but all of those are who he is. It's a part. So yeah. the lion, the father, and the, you know, uh, and the eagle. And so it's it's all of these different things being expressed in one. And I believe in the, throughout the family gathering, but especially in that moment, man, it was a beautiful glimpse of who God was it was like 
the Lord just came and interrupted right at the, the <laughs> middle of the conference. So, uh, we could have ended right there, I, I, I thought. I mean, and it said that was that was the moment. Uh, and I feel like there's shockwave go out, but for me, it's not like a earthquake as much as it, to see the beating heart, you know, and seeing his heart just beat, beat, uh, is is amazing. Yeah, for me, it's strange because I'm still crying. For, I mean, it's been weeks that I've been just been crying. Just when I think about the moment of capturing the heart of the Father, I saw now I just came from Cambodia, from the killing fields, and, and you have been able to see 4,000 young people receiving that baptism of love. We had a kingdom family gathering in Malaysia, and again, similar thing that was taking place. There were a pile of bodies in the end where heaven just came down and kissed on it and the father took care of his family and just hearing the stories of sons and daughters getting their identity but also finding their place at the family table and i was so overwhelmed as he's just showing what the father's heart is for the nation and even feeling the pain of the father in regard to this thief who came to kill steal and destroy and how much the father is sending his son jesus to give life and life more abundantly so what are you seeing right now going on in the world uh, both as a prophet as you're seeing what's taking place in the nation uh, what are you sensing that is on the heartbeat of the father and what do we need to tune into because there's so much noise and there's so much voices and I do honor and respect your voice so much, mainly because I know it comes from the heart of the Father. And that's what we need to do is to see what the Father sees and, and say what the Father says in this season. Yeah. I believe we're really stepping into a season of awakening. Uh, last year I was in California and I woke up about 4.44 in the morning. My bed was shaking. And um, I realized as I kind of came to that, it wasn't the bed that was shaking, but I was shaking. And above me stood this big angel. And uh, I said, Lord, who is it? And he said, awakening from the West Coast to the East Coast, the East Coast to the West Coast. And it was like this awakening. And the Lord was shaking us awake. And I, I believe that, you know, the prophetic comes to shake everything that can be shaken. That's not like Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think it's shaking off the political spirit off the church. He's shaking off the judgmental, critical spirit off the church. He's shaking things. Off, but he's also awakening love uh, in us. If I really love you, then I prefer you. Mm. I feel like that there's about to be a move of the Spirit of God, a revival that's coming, that's going to begin with love and end with love. Wow. That's going to be wrapped in love. Love's going to flow in between. There's an awakening uh, to love. And uh, I believe that that's what's going to disarm uh, the enemy, and it's going to begin to recharge the body of Christ. I've been looking at things like Charlottesville, Virginia. I've been looking at protests, New York to California, uh, and they can be political in nature, but I really believe what's happening is the earth is crying out of things, waiting for us to manifest the kingdom, the love of God. There is a world starved for love, and that we have to understand that people who may have a different point of view or want to differ or argue with us, um, really what they're doing is crying out. They just they just need to be loved uh, by God. I believe that we're on the verge of something amazing. I feel like the enemy is showing his cards. He's trying to create fear, trying to keep us isolated, trying to divide us. But there's about to be a unity that comes with one heart over one purpose that, that begins to draw us together, that I will listen to you with the heart, not just with my head. Hmm. Uh, I feel like this, that the Lord's actually coming to offend the head to get to the heart. He's coming to allow our minds to be kind of blown so that he can get to the very heart and the core of who we are. 
And, and I felt like this that uh, over the last few days as I've been praying, I, I saw the Lord pouring out uh, oil and honey together. Like Whoa. I have a vision of just the Lord pouring out oil and honey together. Uh, and I believe there's a fresh anointing, uh, a baptism of love that you live so well. Uh, but I also feel like the honey of healing is about to come over our land. He's not through with America yet. Uh, I feel some of our greatest moments are still right in front of us. Uh, I believe the Lord is really about to awaken the body of Christ and the nations. We're about to see a great outpouring in Europe, a great outpouring in Australia, a great outpouring in Central South America, a great outpouring uh, in the Middle East. Uh, I believe that we're about to want the Lord really begin to unite hearts, break through, uh, break through barriers. Uh, is there darkness everywhere? Yeah, but the light shines brighter. And uh, I feel the love, the light of love, is actually about to beam forth. And what we really need uh, is 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 people not to uh, not be false prophets. I think fear makes us a false prophet, mm. and it allows us to see the negative things. But he's raising up love prophets to see the solution, to begin to just release the answers uh, of heaven. Jesus is still the answer. He's still uh, the God of love. And I believe we're about to step into a season of transition, uh, that we're about to see just the justice of God come. And, uh, the justice of God is beautiful. The justice of God is this, where there's sin, there's forgiveness. Where there's sickness, there's healing. Where there's uh, you know, where there's hatred, there's love. Where there's, yeah, And I just believe that we're about to see just the justice of God come to the earth. You know, the earth is having birth pains. It's groaning from Irma to Harvey to all of these horrific events that have been happening. I don't believe they're the judgment of God. Uh, I believe that we just live in a fallen world. Uh, but I, I believe that the Lord's going to use them to turn some things around. Uh, he's, he's actually, I believe there's a breakthrough. Uh, I had this picture a couple of years ago. I was standing on the shores of the Indian Ocean uh, in Pemba, Mozambique, and my daughter was standing there with me, and she was about 13, 14 at the time. And where we were standing, we had it moving back because the ground we were standing on no longer existed because these breaker waves were coming mm. and changed the landscape. And I believe there's coming that breaker anointing uh, upon us that's going to change the spiritual landscape of the nations of the earth. It's going to change the spiritual landscapes uh, of cities. And, and so I believe that the eyes of the Lord are on places or on people that right now, even uh, uh, in places that we would think uh, have been overlooked or feel they've been wiped out or they're too far gone, I believe the Lord's about to really show up in a city like Chicago. He's going to show up in a place like Charlottesville. He's going to show up in Washington, D.C. He's going to show up on the killing fields of Cambodia. He's going he's to show up in those places and, and, and really begin to pour out healing wine because the Son of Man didn't come to condemn the world but to save it. Yeah, come on. So I believe we're stepping into this amazing move of the Spirit of God that's going to bring salvation, not just the salvation of souls, but we'll, we'll actually watch the salvation of, of nations come to pass. You know, I look at things happening, all of the tension in, in North Korea, and I, don't, I think sometimes we don't know how to respond as the, the church. I think, yeah, it's great, like pray protection over us, but what if we started praying for the salvation of Kim Jong-un? What if we started praying for the salvation of... Uh, of, of the hearts of these leaders that, you know, if you can really understand the heart of God, it's, come on. Not, it's not his will that any man would be would perish, but everyone would come to the knowledge of the truth. And I don't care how horrific a person has acted, it is long as breath, there's hope. And um, so I began to pray for salvation of, of leaders. I began to pray for salvation uh, of nations, that God would turn 
hearts. He said that afterwards in the last chapter, last verse of Malachi, he would turn the hearts of fathers and he would release the spirit of Elijah and he would turn the hearts of fathers to children and children back to fathers. It's a family movement, yeah. right? The love of God, that love is restored and families restored. And uh, I, I like what our friend Bill Johnson said. He said that every human being uh, is worthy of honor because we we're all created in the image of God. So when I start looking at people as they were created in the image of God, not got stole from me or the guy who lied about me or the guy hurt me or out to kill me, but I begin to see him through that place of honor and love. I'll take what it changed the perspective and to change the world around us. So, I, you know, in the midst of all the darkness, struggles, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, hurricanes, I can't begin to fully describe it, but there's this amazing feeling of hope rising up on the inside of me. Mm. Uh, as I know, I know that Jesus is coming, but he's coming to us before he comes for us. Yeah. And I want to be a part of what he's doing in the earth. I don't want to get so focused on checking out of here that I forget to see what he's doing around me uh, in this time. And, and, and so I believe there's this that outpouring of love. I know I've just said a lot, but I'll bring it back to this. There's about to be a move of the Spirit of God that begins with love and ends with love, that's wrapped with love, love through everywhere in between and so i'm excited mm. yeah as you know part of my message for the last 17 years has been the baptism of love because of the transformation it did in my life 17 years ago and it's been an ongoing process uh, and i just had another encounter and you were part of that at the kingdom family gathering where i felt it was a birth of a baptism of love 2.0 version of this and i saw it in cambodia i've started to feel it right now very similar to what you are saying that I laid on the floor in Penang just uh, just a week ago and I started just to lean my heart towards nation. I could feel the Father's heart towards those nations and some of the pain that he's feeling. And then, but it was also an invitation for us at that moment to respond. So he's looking more for sons and daughters that can represent his goodness and his kindness. So I'm actually in a personal season where uh, I just recognizing that I, I need to be rewired for the 2.0 version. I've seen for the last 17 years what love can do and what it has done in the darkest places in the world from radical Muslims Sunni Shia Muslims coming together I've seen but I know there's a new version coming in my own life I've already seen it but now I'm even taking time just to uh, going in for some inner healing or whatever is needed to be done but just get to rewired so that I'm making sure that, that this next wave of love that it will be steered in such a way so uh, I don't know uh, because you were part of the prophecy even over my life in regard to both some of the reconciliation that needs to take place and that's what we also saw that was taking place so I know that God uh, have given you some different encounters but what do you see even in regard to reconciliation I know the husbands and wives it is in churches is reconciliation that you mentioned in Malachi but it's also in nations there's a reconciliation movement that was also birthed that day that I'm sensing is also so much part of the Father's heart for each one of us to be ambassador of reconciliation so so what do you have to say about that David uh, I really believe it's it's a season of redemption, that God's redeeming the time. And I think the only way that happens is we stop trying to fix people and just love people. Yeah. Wow. Nations aren't crying out to be fixed. They're crying out to be loved. People aren't crying out to be fixed. <laughs> crying out to be loved. And, and so I've, I've stopped trying to fix them, and I've just loved them, and I believe we can love them to life. And again, if, if I'll lean my heart towards you, if I'll actually give you the benefit of the doubt and hear 
hear your heart, uh, uh, listen more and speak less. I think that's where wisdom comes in. The Lord spoke to me last last Sunday. I'll, I'll ever forget it. He said, um, he said, the voice of prophecy is heard when you speak. But sometimes the wisdom of prophecy is heard when you keep your mouth shut. Hmm. And um, sometimes I realize I say too much. I, I, the secrets are to be hidden in my heart, not to be restless on my lips. And so I've been living in this place that, you know, Lord, I, I wanna, I wanna listen, and I don't wanna react or respond. I wanna revelate. I don't just want, you know, come up with some kind of answer. I actually wanna hear your heart and release your heart into a circumstance, a situation. And uh, you know, we're, I think this is the season of the great undoing. Mm-hmm. That God undoing our hearts. He's breaking our hearts. He wants us to get so undone we can never get redone. And a part of that process is letting Him undo all of my generational stuff, mm-hmm. all the stuff that happened to me and my family, and, and and through through the ages. And we're going to watch that happen in races. We're going to watch that happen in nations. And sometimes we just need to bring people to the table. Right. I love the life of Jesus. He always brought people to the table. And I feel like we're in a real piece of communion and communication where we're coming to the table, loving each other well, listening to each other well, and then leaning our hearts towards each other. And I think we're going to see breakthrough in those areas. It's not just going to be the redemption of some things. I think we're going to see the redemption of all things. Yeah. Not some things, restoration of all things. He's He's the Lord of all. And uh, I feel like we're going to really encounter uh, the the love of lordship, the, the, the Lord who loves us well. And uh, I think that's what's going to change the world. Wow. I know that one more thing I wanted to capture. I know that you had an encounter and God gave you three, I think it was three specific keys. And that means a lot to me because one of my best friends who is in heaven had three keys. That was what he carried. And then when I heard your story, and I actually carry on my arm as a reminder about that, I'm marked with, with some keys. But I know that God gave you some specific keys. If you can share that with us, because I think it's very significant, that encounter that you had, and, and also what what impact that's going to have, uh, both for our movement, but also for what God is doing in the world today. Yeah. So uh, seven years ago, in uh, March of 2010, I... I uh, was flying out of Uganda. We hit a bird, the crane, the national bird of Uganda. Uh, took out my left engine. We had a crash landing. Uh, and uh, from that, I, I came home. Uh, six days after I got back to America, I ended up, uh, got completely weak, uh, started shaking, uh, extreme headache, and uh, was diagnosed with cerebral malaria, type of malaria called falciparum, uh, which was resilient to any kind of you know, preventatives. And, and um, they didn't know what to do with me here. And um, literally, I was in a fight for her in my life. And, and then came to the place of death three times. Um, and um, the third time, the, the Lord came to me. I uh, had an out-of-body out of experience where the enemy came first and said, you're finished, you're done. Uh, my spirit left my body. The voice of the Lord said, no, you'll live and not die. You'll prophesy the word of the Lord. I came back into my And um, Jesus came to me with two angels. Hmm. One angel handed me a set of keys and said, these are the keys for nations. Other angel handed me a set of keys, these are the keys of generations. And then Jesus himself handed me a set of keys and said, these are the keys that unlock supernatural resources for the end time harvest. Whatever you do, don't let anybody steal them from your hands. And 
uh, visitation ended, I opened my eyes, uh, looked around the room, closed my eyes, and went out again. Uh, immediately entered into this um, uh, into this wrestling match with three demonic spirits. There was a Jezebel spirit that was just uh, really just trying to undermine, question my authority, kept saying, you don't have any power, you don't have any authority, was, was very manipulative. Uh, then a seducing spirit was trying to seduce the keys from me. And it was really weird. There was a third spirit, it was like a whoredom spirit, that was actually even fighting the other two demons, wanted all three keys uh, for itself. So uh, there was elders and leaders in my room at the time, and they were watching this wrestling match take place. They didn't fully know what was going on, but they knew it was spiritual in nature. And um, all of a sudden, I just came to I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to get out of my room. And the, 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 the warfare ended. Uh, I went back out. Jesus came back to me, grabbed me by the hands, and uh, what I call a Peter Pan moment, kind of, mm-hmm. no other way to explain it. But we went flying, and um, we went to this beautiful dark sky. It was this beautiful dark blue, stars shining. It was, it was the most amazing thing that I've ever seen. And then... Um, with a dream of vision, I don't know, it was my reality. Um, but um, he took me, we would stop over masses of humanity. So we'd stop over major cities, New York City, Atlanta, Chicago, Los Angeles. Uh, we would stop over the bush of Africa, places in Australia, Asia. And he, he would just simply ask me one question over and over again. Then how are we going to win them all? And I said, Lord, only you know. And then I'll never forget, he said, here's how we're going to win them all, son, by loving them one at a time. Uh-huh. Loving them one at a time. But I don't see numbers, I see names, and I want you to learn to love them one at a time. And uh, it lasted, you know, for me it felt like too short, but through the night. And he took me into uh, into heaven and uh, didn't go to the throne room. I think if you go there, you don't want to come back. But he took me to a boardroom. We sat at the table, and um, I was sitting off to his side, and he just said, son, why haven't you done everything I told you to do? Built everything I told you to build. Go everywhere I told you to go. And I said, Lord, I didn't have the time, the people, the resources, the, the team. And he said, stop. No more excuses. Well, the reason you haven't done that is you didn't believe what I said about you. Wow. You believe what I say about nations. You believe what I say about other people. You believe what I say about churches. But when it comes to you, you're filled with doubt and unbelief. And he said, doubt and unbelief is not lack of faith. It's just simply believing something other than what I said. Hmm. There was this quick, he just took me into his arms. He, he loved me to life. There was this quick repentance on my part. And then he just brought me back to the king. He said, here's the meaning of three kings. He said, the days that I talked, here, the days that I talked about, that, that you would see nations discipled in a day. Not just saved in a day, but discipled in a day. You're about to, you're living in those times. Cool. You're going to be for them. Same thing he said, the second key you got was the keys of generations. He said, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And what Abraham didn't finish, I passed on Isaac. What Isaac didn't finish, I passed on to Jacob. And he said, I'm releasing this multi-generational move of the spirit. From the youngest to the oldest, and the oldest to the youngest, nobody's going to be exempt. It's not going to be a middle-aged revival or a baby revival or an old age revival, but I'm going to sweep through the generations. And he just began to share covenant heart with me. And he said, you're about to see entire family come to the place of redemption. There's an anointing in this season for household salvation. Mm. I just believe that he said, there's a lot of talk and a lot of focus on generational curses, but very few have tapped into generational blessings. I'm going to release the generational uh, blessing. 
And then he explained the keys. He said the, the keys I gave you for the keys are supernatural release of end time uh, resources for the end time harvest. Um, he said the enemy fears that that key more than any other because once it starts, it can't be stopped. Whoa. And he and, and then he began to explain to me what true prosperity was. He said prosperity isn't money, wealth isn't money. It's an idea. And he said true prosperity is when you have enough to fulfill your destiny and help at least seven seven other people fulfill theirs as well. Mm. Uh, and, and so he just began to just reveal those things to me. And, um, and, and it was one of the most amazing uh, moments with God. That, uh, I, I wanted to be about his, my father's business and at the same time I never wanted that, that visitation to end. Uh, and I just believe um, life, that God is releasing those keys to you. I've only, honestly, in seven years, only talked about it 32 times. This is the 32nd time that I've talked about it, and um, he doesn't let me share it everywhere, but um, I felt free to, to share it when we were talking before, um, and because I, I don't know that everybody's able to grab a hold of it and, and receive it, uh, but but I just really believe that there's this, this release of those keys to you. I, I believe that God's about to bring you uh, deeper into his heart. There's a place of hiddenness, almost like the Lord is going to give you uh, a Stephen encounter where he's just going to pick you up one day and put you in front or fill up encounter and he puts you in front of the, the, the Ethiopian unit and pick you up and bring you into the midst of, of, of Afghanistan. He's going to pick you up and bring you in the midst of the, uh, and I'm just telling you there is this anointing to bring nations together that's coming on your life. And, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but the Lord, just as I'm sitting here talking to you, I keep seeing the border of, of Pakistan and, and, and India, and I feel like you're going to bring, it's almost like I saw people shaking hands and hugging uh, across the border. And I feel like there's about to be something where there's almost been genocides and hatred, even with people that shouldn't, some would be similar, but so different. And I feel like you're about to watch this movement. You're going to watch the Lord build a bridge over, over that border. I believe you're going to be a voice that actually they're going to hear a voice of a father that calls them out of darkness into the marvelous light. I feel what you're about to see throughout Cambodia and Thailand and Laos and, and Burma and Myanmar. I think it's just the Lord's really about to uh, do something there with you. I feel like nations that most of us can't pronounce, God's going to give to you as an inheritance. And I think the key is not just to the keys to the nation, but to the keys of the heart of the nation, the keys of the heart. Uh, of the leader are, are coming to you. Uh, I believe the keys for generations. You know, I believe what you're carrying uh, is going to be passed on uh, to children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, that there is this move that doesn't decrease, but it actually increases. And even what you're doing and how you're imparting to, to, to spiritual kids, even through a podcast, even through places that you go, people having access to you, you know, I believe that it's it's the, the generational thing. You're seeing things generationally. And I feel like that even this, you're stepping into a season of recalibration and, and rewiring and resetting because God wants to give you something that's going to last far longer than your your 100 years on the earth, so to speak, that's going to be beyond that. Uh, and then supernatural resources. I, I just believe that the Lord is going to release the resources to, to feed people and to build what needs to be built and to establish things and not having to just go and get it. And when that thing is released, you become the funnel. You just become the distributor of it. 
And uh, I just feel like you know we're, we're not storehouses. We're we're distribution centers. So we're not just piling it up, but we're actually releasing it. And, and I, I just feel like the Lord's getting ready to just release the supernatural resources uh, of heaven. It's for the end time harvest. It's to to let people who've never heard here. It's for not for us to build bigger buildings and and greater things like that, but to actually get it out uh, into the nations of to nations of the earth. And so uh, I, I just believe right now that, that God wants to release that to you and to the hundreds or the thousands of people that are going to be watching this today. And so Lord, I just release the keys, Lord. Lord, I release the keys to men's hearts. Release the keys to the hearts of nations and leaders of nations, Lord. I, I release the keys, for generations, Lord, I ask that we wouldn't see ourselves as the terminal generation. We wouldn't see ourselves as just the people who have something. But, but Lord, that uh, it's not for us, but it's for our children, our children's children. Lord, I want to see a multi-generational move. I want to see it increase on my children's lives and on my grandchildren's lives. Lord, I want to see it increase in Lake Emmanuel. I want to see it released in, in Lake's daughters. Lord, I want to see it released in his grandchildren. God. In the earth, Lord, I want to see it, and all the people listening, Lord, I want, Lord, when we're gone in heaven and we're watching from that great cloud of witnesses, that we would watch our children, our children's children, Lord, carry out this move of the Spirit of God, this global family movement, God, that you would release it into the nations till every tongue sings it out, Lord, till every nation knows of your goodness and of your love and of your grace, God, from generation to generation and nation to nation, God, from generation to generation and nation to nation. Lord, let your love count, Lord. And I release these right now for supernatural release of end-time resources that, Lord, we would know what to do with it, that we wouldn't squander it, we wouldn't bury it, Lord, we wouldn't somehow use it on frivolous, stupid things, but, Lord, we would build it to advance your kingdom. That, Lord, there would be so much that, Lord, we become Holy Spirit philanthropists. We become Holy Spirit, Lord, plutocrats. That as quick as we can spend it, Lord, you would refill it up so we can spend some more. We can give some more. Lord, we want to give what you have away. Lord, there's no lack in you. There's no lack in what you're doing. And so, Lord, right now, I break the poverty spirit off of the body of Christ. I break the poverty spirit off of mission movement and churches and and leaders, Lord, Lord, I thank you right now for your hearts that, Lord, could be funnels for the kingdom of God, for funnels that would begin to flow, Lord, through your hand, through your heart, Lord, never before. God, I ask right now that, Lord, this tangible presence of God, Lord, over this podcast would permeate every house, that, Lord, your fragrance would come, that, Lord, they would feel this deposit, this impartation coming out of this encounter I had with you, Lord. It was a very personal intimate encounter but lord i believe it's not just for me it's it's for your for your sons for your daughters for your friends for your body and lord i just release that right now in jesus name amen Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Kingdom Family Talks. For more episodes, resources, go to www.globalmissionawareness.com.